previously. Death by Ungerbunga's plans to perform a career-defining set at a German music festival were interrupted when an upset and distracted Stian made a sensational error, triggered by Evan's recent revelation that he plans on leaving the band for reasons he couldn't go into. They wrestled back respect from the crowd, but their confidence was shaken. A sad cloud hung over them as they left the country. This is Live and Death, the Death by Ungabunga radio play, written by me, Timothy Raisin, and starring myself alongside Sebastian, Preben, Stian, Evan, and Ole. Of course, I know how the story goes, but these boys are all reading this for the first time now. Death by Ungabunga sit in their tour bus and speed down an American highway. They are booked to perform for 60,000 guests at City Field, home of the New York Mets, but their route to the stadium takes them via a tiny, deserted ghost town. The map says that there's a town coming up soon, but it only has a gas station and an arts and crafts supply store. That won't do. Well, it's the only stop for miles. But I urgently need a new guitar string. I snapped all mine in Germany because I acted unprofessionally and let my emotion get the better of me. It's Evan's fault. Oh, don't blame him. Yeah, just because you can't play through the tears like a real man? I guess stopping there is our only option then. The van pulls into the car park of the Arts and Crafts Supplies Store. Ulla, Preben and Stian jump out, while Sebastian and Evan go over the road to buy fuel and supplies. Inside the store, a magazine rack displays the latest edition of Modern Quilter. Shelves groan under the weight of a rainbow of wolves, wolves, and an old lady sits behind the counter. Squeeze me, miss. I need some kind of wire or rope. I'm a loud rock guitarist, you see, and I need some replacement strings. Well, I'll go have a look, dear, maybe in the storeroom, but it might take a while. I am very old, after all, and... Life moves at a slower pace in the small towns. Listen here, you dusty old trout. I'm a bad granddad and I will always get my tea with biscuits. Well, that does sound intriguing, but I assure you I know not of what you speak. I'm telling you to hurry up. I don't do things slowly. Check this shit out. Well, that was very impressive, but please don't touch my breasts. Ulla turns to the others. Look, Preben, you might as well beat it. I'm catching serious sparks from this bit of sausage, and the big dog's got to eat if you catch my disease. Yes, I understand. And Stian? Yeah? You may as well beat it too. They leave the store, and Ulla turns back to the old woman. He begins to cry. <laughs> look, look! Look, I'm sorry! I don't know why I was so rude to you. I wish I wasn't like this. I was such a sweet child, I used to cry whenever I saw the stars. Now look at me! I only put on a tough facade so doormen and my bandmates will be impressed by me. Oh, it's just gone on so long and I don't know how to stop. Well, that's okay, dear. I've been around a lot of ego in my time. In fact, I used to be the seamstress for Snow Patrol. But how do I change? Well, why don't we attempt a little exercise? I think we should try being vulnerable with each other and share a secret that nobody knows. I'll go first. You know, I'm not actually as old as I look. 
I'm only 49. <laughs> now it's your turn. Okay, well, here goes. I never actually kissed a girl. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. And not too unusual. I remember in 1997 when a young Taylor Hansen came through and told me the same thing. See? That wasn't so tough. You know, I think you've shown a new side of yourself today. The tender side. In fact, come here and maybe we could do something about that first kiss of yours. Meanwhile, back in the petrol station's mini-mart... Hey, Evan, I'm buying a copy of Singing magazine and a Pepsi Maximum. Do you want anything? Evan ignores Sebastian's question, but Evan and Stian burst into the store. I got a newsflash for you, boys. If we're gonna make this show, we need to leave like five minutes ago. Yes, we're against the clock now. Okay, but can we leave without Ulla? It looks like they've closed the blinds over here. Well, exactly. He might be a while. If I were a teen fan, I know I'd rather see four members of the band instead of none. So let's go. The four members of the band who are better at prioritizing jump into the van. Stian looks over his shoulder and says, Good luck, sailor! He salutes, and the van speeds off into the distance. It's backstage at City Field. The crowd can be heard faintly in the background. Stian is restringing his guitar with shoelaces and swearing under his breath. Evan is meditatively writing in a notebook. Sebastian is meeting and greeting with fans aged 7 to 77. Preben paces back and forth, checking his watch. Where is he? If he doesn't show up soon, we'll have to play along with the CD, like we did in the olden days. If he doesn't show up soon, I'm gonna kill him. Come on, guys. Let's do it. The four lads form a huddle. As soon as their heads touch, the doors fly open and a sweaty and shirtless Ulla comes bursting forth. Oh, sorry, I'm late, guys. Look. I gotta say something. Not now! It looks like Evan has something to say. Hey guys, I would like to read you a poem I've written. Young and old combine. Another one bites the dust. In the most unlikely place, a maelstrom of lust. But now I sense the end. Although I don't hear a thing, a silent descent spurred by this toxic fling. There is a stunned silence. Again, either because they don't quite understand or because these poems are getting better slash more confusing, but probably better. What did you want to say, Ola? Well, I think Evan summed it up. What? My new girlfriend has asked me to help run the store with her. Business is booming, so it's a great time to get involved. Plus, I'm in love. For the first time. So I'll be leaving the band too when this tour is over. Oh my god! In how, even how did you know that was gonna happen? I am a very perceptive. I am a very perceptive man, but not as perceptive as you think. What do you mean? All will become clear in time. Enough of this shit. We got a show to do. They walk on stage. The crowd goes apeshit. There is a lot of happiness in the air. However, there is static between the boys and the band. Stian struggles with his DIY strings. Sebastian can't look at Evan because it hurts. Preben can't look at Ulla because it hurts. They perform well that night. 
Better than ever, perhaps. They could all sense a shift, and it hurt. Live and Death is produced by Preben Andersen, Timothy Rayson and Jonas Torstensen, with help of Vida Grande. Music of Death by Unga Bunga and Gustav Holst. Mm-hmm.